This is Critical Nonsense, our high lowbrow show about culture, science, and tech. This week, I asked Joey about the fifth gate. You can catch me in the cherry red 150. Got the glizzy locked in the stizzy. <laughs> what Joey sounds like. And this is what an executive producer in Big Pun, Jess Vander, sounds like. Hi, this is Jess. It's so hard. It's so hard when I never know the references. That's <laughs> I like quoted I quoted the song yesterday and i'm like what big pun song was that from i said i went go that way and then i was like what is that from and then i listened to it and i was like man i haven't heard this song in a long time and it is still so good <laughs> and then i listened to it a bunch of times since then so you know so you know there's still things that bring joy to you and your memory bronx mm-hmm. represent yeah, big so- punisher oh. <laughs> Still not a player, but you're still a hater. Oh uh, Jess, welcome back from vacation. There's no house cleaning because uh, Aaron and I paid someone to come in and clean up after <laughs> us. So uh, uh, it, you have something that I know nothing out of out of our normal flow of at least like being like, I think we're going to talk about this. This is blind. I'm coming in. I'm coming in blind. Give it to me. Yeah, you'll be fine. When... As long as it's uh, not about Brax. It's not about Brax. The fateful conversation about Brax, where I brought to Joey the one thing he did not know how to have any Well, we're having about. the experiment of, could you talk about anything? I was like, I don't know. That sounds fun. Let's do that. And then you're like, Brax, what do you think? And I'm like, and you're like, dang it. I got nothing. I was like, is that, that's it? You're just seeing, <laughs> do I know all botany concepts? <laughs> Oh, well, this is biologically related-ish, but is not nearly the same amount of limited. Um, When I was out, I was in Iceland, and um, I learned learned two things. I maybe learned other things, but I learned, uh, well, actually, I learned a few other things. Uh, For instance, and note that all of these are gross exaggerations but to start with a few one um i i from what i observed um they don't believe in hooks because i don't know why you like look for hooks and there aren't many anywhere um they don't believe in stop signs they there's largely roundabouts um they do believe in shoehorns you'll see many of those um all yogurt is skir the icelandic uh, highly protonated, low-fat um, dairy product. Would highly recommend that you look into it. And uh, Iceland also is a um, newly growing server farm destination because uh, of cheap energy, and it's kind of cold. So those are some things. Those are some things that I learned and observed. But there are two things specifically that were extremely fascinating, and both of them are about horses. The first one, the first one is that, did you know all horses on Iceland are Icelandic horses? Which sounds like a tautology, 
Like it sounds like I'm not saying anything, but that's like a specific kind of horse. They're a little bit lower to the ground. They're a bit stockier. They can handle some pretty intense weather. Uh, like and, I, and I looked kind of, well, they look more like horses. Um, I, I also just to preface, I know very little about horses. So this was just, this was like a whole thing for me of like, wow, I had no idea. Um, I just thought these horses were short. Um, but, um, so all horses are Icelandic horses, asterisk. I'm sure maybe there's some exception, but just for, let's just say all of them are Icelandic horses. And, uh, the second thing that I did not know is that all horses have at least three gates, like G-A-I-T types of like moving. Um, and those are walking, uh, trotting, and cantering. And again, this is me knowing very little about horses and like horse people. You should just like pop up and tell me all the things that I don't know. At least three, maybe four galloping. Icelandic horses, however, have the, the capability to unlock a fifth gate. So for Icelandic horses, they have walking, trotting, cantering, tolting, which at first I admit I just thought was another way of saying trotting, which is not, and flying pace. And each of these, it's like gears. It's like the horse like knows that it's like kicking into the fifth gear of horse movement. And I, it just was like kind of mind blowing that this particular creature has like unlocked this higher level, like this, this like new thing that has not been achieved by any other horse. And maybe that's just what technology is. I'm not even sure, but it just got me thinking about this like fantastical construct of, of unlocking the fifth gate. And I was like, I just have to ask Joey, where haven't we unlocked the fifth gate? Oh, man. All I can think about is Lil Sebastian from Parks and Rec. <laughs> bye, bye, Lil Sebastian. Bye, bye, Lil Sebastian. <laughs> uh, where haven't we unlocked... Gosh, what a hard question. I mean, the answer is like probably everywhere. It, yeah, everywhere. All of it. Are we just like at the third gate for everything? Are we barely at gate one? We're barely at a canter. We are barely at a canter. Uh, I feel like I will give you one. I feel like in like work and professional organizations, we are, we have not unlocked the fifth gate. I don't know how many gates we've unlocked, but I've been thinking a lot about sort of working structure and, and seeing a lot written more anecdotally about how people are feeling about hybrid work and things. I, I've just seen not, not even... I've, we've done some work related to these types of subjects, but I've just in the past two months just seen so much of everybody like being upset in all directions about like return to work versus hybrid work. And like some people want to be there more and some people don't ever want to go back and some people do, but in the right way, like 
it feels like we are very much we may be at a trot um and do you agree <laughs> do you think I, we are well that's we're what's, trotting? What's, what's kind of interesting is like that you there's a point at which you realize maybe this is just Plato's allegory of the cape but it's like the point at which you realize that there is more that you do not know or like something something has made you see oh wow there's actually we haven't even we haven't even gone over here or I had no idea that there was a thing behind me right so like that just starts to all of a sudden something makes you realize that there are more gates you haven't yet unlocked but you are now aware that they could exist you know interesting to this question is like what happens when like everyone in a group sort of collectively like thinks they were at the fifth gate and realizes they were at the fourth gate mm -hmm. i feel like that's what's happening in physics right now well there there have been like as like someone who like observes over like the wall into the physics people sometimes but i'm not the physics people like the past year i think it was leading to this but then like between jwst like just disproving or like showing contrary evidence to a lot of like widely held beliefs like you know they're like actually the universe may be twice as old as we thought it was it's not 13 billion years it's 26 yeah. billion years and and they're like there are so many like the expansion rate doesn't make sense the you know this cosmological constant may not be like the right thing like there are all of these problems that everyone's like oh, we thought we figured this out <laughs> we, we thought we were past this it was just we needed <laughs> We needed that one stupid Higgs boson and then we were going to be good and everything was going to work and it was going to be like things fitting together nicely and it's like getting to the end of the puzzle yeah, and yeah. the piece doesn't fit and you're like, you're like how? Oh. how does it, what? <laughs> to use errands, yeah. This is, you know, it's, you know, it is a perfect example of this and is also puzzle related is uh, the magic puzzle company. I don't know if you've heard of them, but uh, everyone, I would highly recommend adding this to your list of easy win Christmas gifts for people. Um, and I can't, I don't want to spoil it, but like, as they say, uh, at the end of every puzzle, there is a magic surprise at the end. And like, it is, it is, it is the unlocking the fifth gate of a puzzle, uh, like a, like a um, jigsaw puzzle. Um, and I just love that you brought up this specific example. It's like, I know a puzzle like that. Um, it also reminds me, um, though, is uh, not at all physics related, but uh, I have a few very different things that I guess I'm about to bring up. But, um, your note about like um, the, the, the study of physics and like realizing um, that there is more. Um, it reminds me of uh, Stardew Valley, the video game. And there is such a thing. I've as heard a lot of references to Stardew Valley this week. What, what is that? It's the just... Dunning Kruger. No, it's the other one. It's the other effect. But like, uh, isn't Bader Meinhof? Oh, Bader Meinhof. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, uh, video game. You're a farmer. Uh, 
you don't need to know very much, but um, there is a, there is a, there is something, there is something called perfection where if you have like farmed X number of things and fished X number of fish and completed X number of quests and slayed X number of dragons that you've like completed, you've achieved perfection in the game. And yet like, I had this like inkling. I'm like, is that, is that it? But like, maybe it could be because anything after that just gives you diminishing returns. Like mm. the second, the second thing is like pizza, um, which is unlike physics, right? Where you like, you could uncover a thing and it makes you realize like there is more and perfection is further than you thought. Like mm -hmm. pizza has achieved perfection, I, I would argue. And so like, even if there could be more that could happen to pizza, like, does it need, does it need more? Is that just like being inventive and going beyond? Like, maybe it's just like, we're good with, we've like achieved the fifth gate and any other gates are effectively just like something else, you know? Like, I just like the idea that there are like some... like a true uh, Napoletano, like, <laughs> you're... Like you sound, you sound like the the old Italian man that like runs like not. the 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 like Roma or like Florentine pizza like certification. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like look, like we did it. We 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 did it. We reached pizza perfection, and there needs not be anything more. It's done. And then until then, like the Japanese come in. And say like, oh, you guys missed the fifth gate, and we just discovered a new way to do things. The Japanese are great at finding the fifth gate. Oh, umami! It's the fifth, the fifth, <laughs> the fifth gate of senses. Oh, speaking of, uh, I heard this and did not verify it, but is it true that licorice is a new taste now? Like, uh, is is somehow distinct from other tastes that it's using like a different chemical mechanism for right, sensing? like. Like exactly that it is a, it as potentially the sixth taste, or is that right? Am I counting it right? Sweet, salty, bitter, sour, umami, and licorice, which uh, is ammonium chloride. Interesting. Ish. I mean, here we are, but I do think like there's something here about like the the japanese style of craftsmanship is oriented towards the fifth gate i think you're right i think like, you're right it's like, like oh you, you made selvage denim but we figured yeah. it's like oh you thought you liked espresso italians well we figured something out and now we make the best espresso or or like the there are a lot of i mean it's basically just the italians are we have there are four gates and that's it. <laughs> and the Japanese are, are, wait, but what about the fifth gate? The fifth gate. And, and they're oh. just fighting because they're like, we got, we got pasta to be better. And then someone like recently, like some food place was like the best pasta place in the world is in Japan, not Italy. And they're like, how like, dare you? What's wrong with you? We yeah. set the rules. We created a certification organization to establish <laughs> that we set the rules. Do you not know about denomine <laughs> nazionale, whatever? You're embarrassing yourself. Don't say that. We should we should really look up the real name. Um, sorry if we have failed you, uh, Italian listeners. 
But I, I do hear what, I, I think what you're getting at, if I'm hearing you right, is like, people can be dispo- predisposed, <laughs> sorry, Alex, predisposed to like- Alex's wife is so mad. Yeah, she's like, why do you just butcher this? Um, I don't know any better. Uh, like, people being predisposed to being um, fifth gate chasing, um, which is kind of, you know, I, I relate to it. Do you think there are other like cultures in the U.S. that you might think of that are? I mean, it feels like food, like whatever the vanguard of of food is, often looking for the fifth gate. Yeah, it also feels like the different niches seek the fifth gate in different ways. Like, take food as an example, like the pursuit of molecular gastronomy is the fifth gate via like scientific perfection of like, what if we can harness, like what, what if we can harness food in like a different way? And that's what, that's what that is versus like you have sort of the, the Alice Waters school of thought of like, what if you just get the perfect expression of like untainted apple? It's just like, it is just, Appleiness. It's just like so good. Um, Do you want to I, attempt to say the the word I was trying to say? Uh, the the second one I just dropped down there in the chat. Oh gosh, denominazione di origine controllata. That's better than I would have done. My Italian. The problem is I have to be really careful because. I only know some Spanish and I have to like tamp down <laughs> any any attempt at Italian. Otherwise, it might accidentally sound too Spanish. Um, moving on. Uh, not to be confused with Appellation d'Origine Controle in France. Oh, uh, man. Yeah. Wow. Food people. Right. Obsess over. I mean, certainly you've got like the the map makers, the like. Uh, who are the internet, like the internet um, uh, source source code slash like How old are you? <laughs> your, your boyfriend is, is a software engineer. <laughs> it's like the, you know, it's like the, the internet. You know, the, the internet. <laughs> the source code. <laughs> no, what am I, what am I talking about? The, the people who do the HubSpot? No, not GitHub, GitHub. This is embarrassing. Yeah, I was, think, I was thinking like before you started on this, I was thinking software engineers kind of are in this zone or certainly like oh in like the, the startup engineering world. It is like, oh, you you created this. I will create that plus one extra feature. It's better, <laughs> you know, yeah. and it's like that like perpetual yeah. treadmill towards like adding and Im- improving uh right but there's specifically the idea of like um, open source is that what you're thinking that's what i'm looking for thank you very much uh open source where you're like ah and here i can put this out into the world and that adds to that adds but that's a little bit that's more of like the decentralized fifth gate it's almost like no one's counting at that point um so you don't know if you have achieved longevity the like longevity community, both in sort of like the biohackers as well as like 
the proper scientists that are are studying longevity are sort of under the assumption that the human body has not hit the fifth gate in Whoa. aging. There's like, there's, I can look, see if I can look him up. Um, there's a guy that became a billionaire that is like aggressively searching for longevity. He's in like his mid forties and is like yeah. going well, all out. I mean, I suppose that's also a, another way of referring to the whole wellness industry, right? Which are like attempts Gwyneth at Paltrow, unlocking. Looking for the fifth Yeah. Year. Yes. <laughs> right. However you feel about Goop and Gwyneth, like that is the pursuit of the fifth gate. Yeah. Whether you're aligned or not. I believe uh, this, I found Brian Johnson was a tech entrepreneur who is on a search to live forever. Uh, and uh, he is all about it. He's going all out. He's taking, I think, like hundreds of pills a day and exercising in certain ways. And uh, it, it is an extreme search for the fifth gate. Does the search for the fifth gate have to be extreme? No. I think when you've achieved it, then you've achieved it. Though the search itself may take extreme measures. Or like you, when, when you'll know when you're there, it should be innate. Or it should be more, it should be like, oh, wow, this is, of course, it's this. But we just might not know yet. So it can be innate, but it doesn't have to be innate. I think so. I mean, in the spirit of the Icelandic horses, right? Like, we didn't know it was possible. And then Icelandic horses happened. And then it was like, whoa, Icelandic horses can make a fifth gate happen. Icelandic horses can make a fifth gate happen. I'm, I'm, I'm down a rabbit hole mentally. <laughs> I know that I'm going to be sitting on this for a long time now. Like, wait a minute, is this is this really? It's got me looking at pictures of Brian Johnson before and after <laughs> his his glow up journey. Oh, he does look very different. We'll add these links in the show notes. I mean, important question, do you have to get, if you're attempting to live forever, do you have to get into sheer clothing? Maybe those are sort of, that's just sort of a requirement and it's more natural that way, you know, closer to skin, skin. I'm not opposed yes. to that explanation. But, I mean, <laughs> maybe we should all only wear technical fiber. That's another fifth That's gate. That's another fifth gate. Material science. Boom. Man, someone in Japan is probably already doing this. <laughs> well, Jess, do you, do you want to take us to the gate corner? Yeah, look. If you've already rested on your laurels, you've decided, you've already cracked the code, Maybe you're actually just sitting on your fourth gate and maybe you aren't keeping your eyes open to the fifth gate, true perfection that lies around the corner. 
which is basically permission to never stop. Never Never stopping. Never stop, never stopping. Yeah. Yeah. No. All right. Well, I'm going to go look for her fifth gate. Okay. Good luck. You got one of these laying around? Has anybody seen a fifth gate? (laughs) Anybody? (laughs) I already just saw a fourth somewhere. Critical Nonsense is a Sylvain production. Brought to you by Counting. One, two, three, four, five. As always, we'd like to thank the executive producer and gatekeeper, Jess Vander. Thank you very much. We'd also like to thank sound engineer, Alex Kantoff. We'd like to thank our programming coordinator and chief vacation dude, Les Jacobs. And... Thanks to production crew and perfection. Sorry, Gilbert and Norm Estridge. As always, thanks, Lynn. Thanks, Lynn. Special thanks. Little um, horses. Yeah. You know, thanks to horses. Thanks to horse girls all around. Uh, Norm Estridge, horse girl in chief, as we know. Do you think she already knows about the fifth gate? I don't know if she's ready for it. I mean, Norm knows far more about horses than I do. So I would very much not be surprised. We we really should have her as like a special interviewee in uh, Critical Nonsense Horse Corner. <laughs> didn't know didn't know that was going to be a thing, but maybe it will. <laughs> it's a pony party. It's a pony party. Um, special thanks to Nootropics. I guess. I don't know. You know, it's making pe- people feel better. Then you know, good on you. Yeah. Well, long live. Um, special thanks to today. I learned uh, where I did in fact think that Cantor was spelled like um, the singing role in a temple, and in fact, it is with an E, not an O. Um, so that is um, that is me learning. But also thanks. To the the cantors also. Yeah. Yeah. Sing it out. Well, we did it. We made it. It's Friday. Thanks for going on this trot around with me. Man, nope. Nope. We're just, we're too punny on Fridays. All right. It's got to go. All right. Thanks so much. Oh, I, wow. Well, someone far better at speaking. Alex could do this, but we're, Alex, he doesn't have a microphone. You, Alex, just we'll, insert your voice insert, at this point. Exactly. Just like plug it over this whole thing and then we'll have it, we'll have it said right. Uh, nah, it's all right.